Good morning. When people talk about getting raises in the schools, they're usually talking about getting raises for teachers. But what about the other educators, all those other school system employees who keep things working so the teachers can teach? For Wednesday, December 13th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The custodians, secretaries, bookkeepers, teaching assistants, and other Loudoun County Public Schools staff say it's time for a raise. The school system's classified employees, which doesn't mean secret employees, but meaning those employees who do not have a teaching license, are working with the Loudoun Education Association to launch a campaign for a living wage. They'll be asking school and county leaders to raise their pay during next year's budget work as part of a campaign called A Push for Living Wage. The Loudoun Education Association is an employee advocate group with about 3,400 members. 604 of those are classified employees. Loudoun Education Association President David Palanzi said the goal is to highlight how badly those folks are being paid. He said many of them get low enough pay to qualify for social services. So he said why not just pay them better up front? Several employees were at the school board meeting last night to tell the board about it. It's less than a month until Superintendent Eric Williams will unveil the operating budget he's recommending for the school system's next fiscal year. He has not said whether that budget will include pay raises for classified employees. MIT's living wage calculator estimates the salary you need to cover the cost of one adult and one child in Loudoun is $59,000. The salary for most classified positions in the schools is less than $40,000. An entry-level custodian, for example, makes $24,872. Starting pay for a teaching assistant is $20,000. The most they can ever make, after 28 years of experience, is $46,716, still south of that living wage. Take the example of Karen McCall, who works two jobs to cover the mortgage on her home in Lovettsville and to help cover her kids' college tuition. She's been a health clinic specialist at Lovettsville Elementary for 14 years, and on the weekends, she works as a hospice nurse. The school system pays her $33,000 before you take out the insurance payments. For that, she is responsible for students who have diabetes, severe allergies, or need medications. In the past few months, she has twice injected students in anaphylactic shock with epinephrine. If it wasn't for her, those kids could have died. She said she loves it here in Loudoun, but it's hard to keep what little bit they have. She said the responsibility is definitely there, but the pay isn't. The school board will start working on next year's budget in January and is scheduled to adopt a budget request on February 1st. From there, it goes to the County Board of Supervisors as a funding request, so a push for living wage also plans to go to supervisors.
The last time classified employees' pay scale was adjusted was fiscal year 2015, when they got a 2.9% raise. Since then, they've been moving up on the pay scale based on experience every year. There's a step increase. We're now in fiscal year 2018, so that's three years of step increases. For McCall, the nurse, those three years of step increases equated to $0.34 an hour, or about $500 more a year. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. I want to apologize for my voice today. As soon as the cold weather hit, I immediately got sick, so apparently I am frail and pitiable. In other news, the town of Percival has hired an interim town manager. Do I need to go back over how we got to where we are? Okay, longtime town manager Rob Lore retires amid friction with the council. Town council appoints public works director Alex Venegas, interim town manager. Interim town manager Alex Venegas fires police chief Cynthia McAllister. Allegations come out that interim town manager had an inappropriate relationship with the consultant, Georgia Knuckles, that led the investigation into the police chief. Consultant also had felonies in her record. Police chief rehired and placed on administrative leave. Interim town manager placed on administrative leave. Assistant town manager had left the town after being passed over for interim town manager town then had no town manager. Venegas alleges town attorney Sally Hankins sexually harassed him, town hires a law firm, and former Chesterfield police chief to look into all of this, and everyone on administrative leave stays on leave until they finish that up. Okay, I did that from memory. Anyway, continuing its efforts to bring some sense of normalcy into town hall, the town council last night voted unanimously to hire a veteran local government administrator to serve as interim town manager. John Anzavino has more than 25 years of experience in state and local government. He served as town manager of Warrenton for more than 12 years, county administrator for four years in Caroline County, and in Amelia County for six years. He's authored chapters in the Virginia Municipal League Handbook for Mayors and Council Members and the Virginia Association of Counties Handbook for County Supervisors. And he's also a past president of the Virginia Association of County Administrators. Anzavino will lead the town staff likely at least through late February or March when the town hopes to hire a permanent town manager. There's a January 12th deadline for applications if that sounds like something you'd like to do. The council has earmarked $30,000 for Anzavino's position and another $80,000 for the law firm of Wilson, Elser, Moskowitz, Edelman, and Dicker LLP, which from now on I'll probably just call Wilson Elser like every other human does. Anzavino will work 32 hours a week since the Virginia retirement system, of which he's part, prohibits retirees from working 40 hours or more while continuing to collect their retirement payments. He was selected from among three retired municipal executives after phone interviews with town staff, the mayor, and members of town council. It is possible he'll only be in the job for a few weeks. Councilman Ryan Cool, who the rest of the council has appointed to help staff search for a new town manager, said he'd like to get a new one by the end of January. The guy who is so far going to be the next Speaker of the House of Delegates was in Loudoun yesterday morning to talk about the General Assembly after the shakeup this November. I say so far because the situation is this. Before this election, Republicans held a 66 to 34 seat majority in the House of Delegates. But the blue wave in the November election pushed that back to a 51-49 seat majority. And four elections are going into recounts, three of which Republicans won. So it's still possible the House of Delegates will have a Democratic majority or a tie by the time the General Assembly session starts. 
But if Republicans hang on, the next Speaker of the House will be Kirk Cox from Colonial Heights, who was at the Chamber of Commerce yesterday morning. He plans to take the gavel from Delegate William J. Howell, who has served in that position since 2003 and served in the General Assembly since 1992. Howell decided not to run again this year, and in fact his district is one of those up for a recount. Cox said he expects a newly rebalanced General Assembly to work on issues of broad consensus, like economic development. He's also a former teacher and said the General Assembly could tackle some education issues, like standards of learning and offering more online classes from community colleges and state universities. He did not have a direct answer for Mark Miller, who is on the boards of both the Loudoun Public Library and the Library of Virginia. Miller wanted to know why funding for the state library has been slashed over the last several years and when it will be restored. He was joined by a panel of Loudoun's delegation to the General Assembly. The Democrats in that group said they expect the conversation in the House to change now that they are one seat away from parity and could even tie it or take the slim majority. Senator Barbara Favola said the closer margins in the General Assembly will push legislators toward the middle, opening up more compromises and allowing some conversations that have been stopped short before, like on gun safety laws or expanding Medicaid in Virginia. A 47-year-old man from Ranson, West Virginia, has been charged with two felonies after he got shot behind the sheets on Edwards Ferry Road in Leesburg. The charges, of course, are for things he is alleged to have done leading up to getting shot. Philip Stevens Duggan has been charged with malicious wounding and attempted malicious wounding, both felonies. Shortly before 3.30 in the afternoon last Friday, Leesburg dispatchers got a call about a disorderly man inside the sheets. He then went to the tire shop behind the sheets. Dispatchers got a 911 call from the tire shop reporting an altercation. There, Dugan is alleged to have struck, I think I said Duggan before, I apologize, I think it's Dugan, is alleged to have struck at least two individuals with a mechanical tool of some type. The disturbance came to an end when he was shot by a worker at the tire shop. Leesburg Police spokesman Sam Shenouda said the shooter is cooperating with detectives and has not been charged with any crime. Leesburg Police are still investigating the circumstances of that shooting. The Leesburg Town Council has decided not to let food trucks operate downtown. You may recall they have decided to allow food trucks in some other parts of town, just not most of the parts that you would think of where they were asking for food trucks. Well, on Monday, they were talking about whether to allow food trucks in the town's business districts, which includes the downtown historic district, the Crescent Design District, parts of the East Market Street Corridor, and the village at Leesburg. The council split on whether to hold a new public hearing to allow them to make more changes to the current rules, which do not allow food trucks. Vice Mayor Suzanne Fox and Councilmembers Vanessa Maddox and Ron Campbell were for having that discussion, but Mayor Kelly Burke and Councilmembers Marty Martinez and Tom Dunn were opposed. With no majority, of course, that failed. That means that Loudon Brewing Company and Black Walnut Brewery in downtown can no longer invite their regular rotation of food trucks to their property. And one last little note I feel obligated to mention. Police picked up a naked guy on Dulles Airport property yesterday after he ran through Route 28 traffic and caused an accident in so doing. Evidently, he got into a wreck, stripped naked, attacked a truck. Yes, I said attacked a truck and ran away into the woods. Cold day for all that. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, One Million Cups This Morning will feature our very own managing editor, Danielle Nadler, talking about her path to publishing her book, Sierra Phantom. It's an amazing story, and her story of interviewing this guy over years and writing this book is pretty neat, too. Anyway, it's at the Mason Enterprise Center in Leesburg this morning at 9 a.m., and I do also plan to be there myself. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, devise a supervillain-style plan to construct a giant laser on top of a volcano and carve a message into the moon to tell all your friends, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day!